Past players, past legends, past legends. We welcome David Palm aboard. Now, Palmy's a little bit different because we're a family friend, so we go back right well before Palmy played league footy. But David played 65 games for Nord, 76 to 79, 79 goals, 91 games for West Perth, 80 to 82, and then going back to Perth after his career at Richmond, 1990 and 91, 91 games, 50, and, a, and for Richmond, where he played under 8 million coaches, and we'll certainly cover all of that. 83 to 88, 104 games, 38 goals. So 260 senior games and also a season at Springvale as well. So nearly the 300 games. Palmy, welcome aboard, mate. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, well, we must start uh, where it all started was in your juniors, mate. Where, where, where did you play for your junior junior footy? Uh, well, I was... Um... Uh, probably started off at, at uh, when Nord High was school, and then I uh, played junior footy at Kensie Gardens. Twenty he had twenty six goals in one game, I reckon, for Kensie Gardens, wow. wasn't it, Palmy? Oh, around there. Um, it was. It was around that, but it's extended out to about thirty five now <laughs> over the years. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. So you can is see that like you may have fish, dominated a bit. Is that like the fish that got away? It was, you know, started out at uh, twenty centimeters, and now has ended up at sixty. So, <laughs> so no, McGill no, Primary no. first, Palmy, and so and that side of things, obviously. Um, trying to think, is there any primary school representative sides, or in mainly at Nord High? Oh, uh, it's mainly at Nord High. So McGill uh, Primary was the old uh, Johnny Hancock was the coach there. But um, no, it was probably more the high school where you got into a little bit age groups and um, and then progressed to to, to Kensie Gardens and then on from there. And at Nord High, so Nord High, so David was year twelve when I was in first year, and Nord High won the state championship. And in that we beat Henley and Nord, Nord in that Nord High side was Robert Dolan who rucked who didn't get a league game at Nord and then rucked against Nord and played three port flags, but yep, Dolan six, yep. Dolan Craig Palm Derrington uh, Michael Holiday David Simon so it was a fair side wow. and Ray Laddams got best on ground medal that's father of Chris Laddams and yep. a Gazer yes Gazer legend around yep. the traps so it was a bloody strong side uh, Turbs when Greg Turbel turned up at school had had a game that might have been <laughs> Turbs' strength in life and that side of things but yeah it was a fair Nord High side Palmy uh, it was I think. Uh... Robert Hall, whose yes. brother uh, yes. John played there yep. as well. So um, uh, be reminisced me. The, uh, there was a guy called Tim Morgan who also played there. Was yes. a good mate of Darrow's and myself. So um, yeah, it was a it was a very good side. David Simons, I think. I, yes, Simo well. played. Yep, halfback yeah. flank. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, no, we we're pretty we we're pretty we we're a pretty strong side. So and, and Gillis Plains. I remember, I think they were our nemesis, I think, because um, the Zubnik, uh, Zubnik brothers played for Gillers Plains. Yeah, yep. Back in those days. So, yeah, that was always an interesting game. And then going on to your, uh, obviously, after school there, representing at Nord at the under-17, under-19 level, is that right? Yeah, I played, um, oh, did I play? Yeah, I played state 16s, I think. Yep, yep. Um, 
and um, yeah, progressed from there, and then got lucky, got two great coaches in in under seventeens in um, Johnny Potter and Strick and Stritsky. Um, uh, Alex, I think Alex, it was. Alex yep, Stritsky. Alex, yep. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were, they were two uh, my under seventeen coaches, and they were great. And then I got lucky again. I had. Um, Mal Smith and uh, Johnny Hall was the manager back in those days, and uh, I, was, I was very lucky. In my early years, I had great coaches and great oh, managers. There was also was, one other thing. Was too. that Justin's dad? Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, Bart's dad. Yep. Uh, Palmy at Nord High too broke the high jump record, and it was quite amusing because it basically became the only event still going on Sports Day. So he had the whole whole school barracking for him. Um, on the on the high, I think the high, and I think that record stood for about fifteen years, Palmy. So that was that was something as well. Yeah, and I did that, and um, like the uh, Kensey Garden goals, it stretched from six <laughs> foot one to about six foot nine, I think, at the moment. Yeah, so I thought, I, I thought it might have I, been. I would have won, won a few gold medals over the years. <laughs> thought it might have been further than that by now, Palmy. That's right. We've got time to stretch it out, and we can use this interview to stretch it a little bit further. We may yeah, have yeah. may have allured to Palmy's parents earlier there, and uh, Jim, he did. There were no such things as roads in Jim's uh, uh, vernacular. It was always now you went past the feathers, turned at that corner, turned down. There was a yeah, about there the lights. You go there, you'll go past the Marrickville. Keep going oh. the ro- uh, the Ma- Robin Hoods oh. on your right. That was Jim's oh, whole language. Wouldn't you it? love a Google Maps that did that? Oh, he was yeah, pretty good, pretty good, yeah. Palmy. That uh, Mr. Palm in that yeah. regard. So. Yeah, yeah, Dad, Dad was uh, pretty good there. He gets to the pub pretty quickly, so um, <laughs> he uh, never lacked a partner or two either. And look, on a serious note, we'll bring this up. I'll we'll go now. back and forth on various bits, but yeah, um, David Andrew, David's youngest brother, with intellectual disabilities inside of things, and so the Palm Palm and Ashwood family had a lot of things together. So. Day, uh, David's dad, Jim, and my dad, Ray, were real yep. good mates, and Lorraine and his mum and Margaret were good, uh, and that. So the part we spent a lot of time together, and that. And I've always said I really, obviously, not appreciate just the friendship, but the time spent with Andrew back there, back then, was I've always just growing up with it, and it was yep. just just normal part of things, and and that. And Andrew too, my mum was a bit of Andrew's. Hero, there was always playing eight ball with my mum, and Andrew never lost a game of eight ball. Good luck in that regard, wasn't it, Palmer? You never beat him. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no, he never, he, he could never win. Um, and yeah, so there was things in two. So, um, Dad and Jim had to fix the television, which so it couldn't be moved, uh, right. and things like that. Yep. So it was a part of life with Andrew, which I greatly appreciated more. And it was, and Rick Neagle actually picked it. Um, with his with his son and one odd at Nord at a meeting and yep so I just always just read and and Neeg's actually even said yeah you've grown up around it haven't you yep that, so I've always that's one thing with Andrew and yeah there's some big memories I he had a a seizure in the water at Victor Harbour and somehow my sister and I got him out of got him out of the water I'm still buggered to this day how I how did it how I did yep. that but yeah it's Andrew was always a big part of life with the the Palm and Ashwood families as well Palmy. Oh yeah, look, it's um, it's you know Andrew's not the first; he won't be the last. But it was yep. just an interesting when you know um, 
you see your brother being born and everything seems normal and then all of a sudden it's not and then you know watch your mum and dad uh, go through by running the house and then dad running his business and then looking after my other brother and my other sister and uh, all through our schooling and our sporting achievements and everything else. Like my, my brother was pretty successful at footy as well oh, yeah. with, with Nord and, and in the country, as well, in the regional uh, South Australia as well. So put, looking back on all that, you think, holy hell, how the how did they do it? Um, and with not a lot of financial outside financial help or 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 assistance and um, you know like Malcolm's saying we relied heavily on family friends uh, and friends of um, of them and then um, all the acquaintances we met and then totally understand that you know some people didn't get it and some yeah. people did get it and you know, and 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 totally understand where you know one of those things. If you see you know someone with a fairly significant birthmark on their face and they don't walk right and they don't talk right, well, and then they fall over and they have a seizure and uh, people step away. I I totally get that, but yeah. um, being on the inside of that, you had to deal with that on a daily basis, like my mum and dad did every yeah. day. And a, and a credit to them, really. You know, back in the day, that there was no NDIS, there was no support services, and it sounds like they did a fantastic job. No, no they're both no, pretty no, bloody they, patient. Uh, they, um, they, um, it, it was difficult, as I said. There was no outside yeah. help or, or anything else. So, um, and um, no, they uh, probably didn't get the credit they were due, both of them, in the end. But um, yeah. yeah, well, that was just it was it was their stunner with my brother, and we yeah. did the best we could. Yep, with Jenny and, and Michael, and of course Jenny being a nurse, growing up doing nursing and that side of things as well. Um, yep. And Michael, uh, Wally Miller, when I did interview Wally, his exact words were Michael Palmer's the biggest one who got away. He, he's always, he's <laughs> yep. always out of that. And if things had worked out differently, David may have just ended up playing at Nord and, and, and that side of things if Michael oh, yeah, hung around. Yeah, look, but yeah. Things, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, look, I, um, yeah, that was probably one goal in the back of my head and probably in the back of Dad's head. But, yeah. you know, and even with me, like, if I didn't, oh, I, I, should, I shouldn't say, but, you know, look, if I played in 78. You should have. Um, I probably would have stayed. I probably wouldn't have left. Yeah, but and to then, your credit, you still hung around and played in 79. You no, didn't I leave straight in, away. In, yeah, no, I played in 79. I played in so. 79, so... So I, and then uh, yeah, who knows? Like yeah. by moving moving over here, uh, you look back. I probably would have never got to Richmond. So you know, it works in funny ways, doesn't yeah. it? So going back to your uh, debut uh, for Nord uh, against West Adelaide on, believe it or not, we're, we're June sixth today, June fifth, nineteen seventy six. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, I remember playing on uh, Robbie Donaldson. Donaldson, on yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first game vividly. Yep. And uh, I, I actually bought a, a picket all that all those years ago when the when the club were doing their um. Yes, um, I did ring you on that one, Palmy. Yep. Sponsorship there, and I'm and I'm glad, and I've I've seen it a couple of years ago. The, the picket's actually positioned right where my dad used yeah, to stand. It is on very. The it is very close to where Jim and Lorraine, yeah. uh, Lorraine and Jenny and uh, yep. Michael used to sit. Very much so. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think that that wasn't conjured up. That was no, just pure luck. Just so, but yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was, um, stars aligned. Great day. Yeah, and and what what do you remember from your first game? Some highlights, um, you know, who were some of the players that you you got to play with in in that uh, debut game? Oh, highlight was I survived, I suppose. In those <laughs> in those days, when you got dragged, you got dragged. Yeah. Um, so you know, at least I played the game out. But you know, look back in those days, and um, I rang you know Jim McLaney and correction later on his son, who's playing great footy yeah. for. For Adelaide, but you know, like uh, Neil Neil Button and Craigie and Gags and um, Stazza, of course, uh, Wood, Roger, of course, um, Black Duck was there. So, um, not a bad side either. Very oh, good side. So, seventy six and one of your highlights of you of seventy six was you played in the uh, in the absolute cliffhanger game against Carlton when we only won by one hundred and six points. What a night that was! Only. Yeah, great yeah, night, no, wasn't it? Yeah, no, they were good. They were good days. They were great games. You know, under lights there and, and Tuesday night, and sometimes you're freezing your nuts off. So you know, it was um, uh, yeah, good atmosphere. So we won a couple of good games there. So you played 22 games in '77, and 20, and as I said, you hung around in '79. You you played 29 games, but the '1978 Grand Final, Palmy, and the way you bizarrely got told. That you'd missed selection after playing well in the finals, especially against Glenelg. Um, yeah, weird to say the least. The mind still boggles. Yeah, it does actually. Pete can see oh, the look on my I face. I can see the look on your face. Exactly yeah. right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Look, ah, oh, you know that's uh, as I say. If you know it happened, great. If it, it didn't, as I'm not the only bloke to no, have, no. And at least you did out, play in a so, premiership. At least you did play but, in a premiership side on the day too. Yeah, oh yeah, the the reserves. It was a double header. It was a great day, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Look, it's one of those things. Someone made a decision on on what I'd done, but I played all the finals that year. Yeah. So um, yeah, look, the way it was told and whatever, you know, that's you know, so, unfortunately, someone has to do it, and they did it, and whether they did it right or wrong, well, that's yeah. history. So, yeah. But, and yeah, then, no, I, I don't bear any grudges with nah, anyone. Nah, at least you played in the and so. Was too was quite funny. So it was was it your twenty first, or certainly your birthday? Was it was it your twenty first? Not that long afterwards, and so Nord is celebrating both wins. And uh, poor Jim Derrington's there, and he's done a hammy, so he hasn't played in the grand final. And Sturt have lost. It wasn't a great night for Darrow, that's for sure. No, no, no. And it was you know like we played, as I say we we played at Nord High together, and yes. He lived on one side of the parade and uh, was bound to Sturt, and I lived on the other and was bound to Norwood. So, um, yeah, like you know, to do to miss out like he did, well, you know, there's another yeah. uh, sad story as well. So you transferred to WA in in eighty from uh, from the in the bank. So that was the bank uh, back then, wasn't it, Palmy? Yeah, yeah, transferred in that. Well, I um, yeah, it was sort of. Well, coming in Hari, I, I just, I just wanted to move. I just don't the, the same people were there, and and I just sort of needed, I think needed a change. And at that stage, I, in my own mind, I thought I wasn't ready for the VFL, BFA type of competition. So, um, it just sort of fell in the spot when Addo said he was he was heading back after his stint at Norwood. Yep. And um, I'd already had discussions with Clem on 
prior to that best and fairest night at Nord, and I said, oh, I'll see you back. I'll see you in Perth. And he said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just about to sign with Claremont. So before he uh, before he tried to put me in a headlock, um, he said, wait on. <laughs> he said, wait a minute. And he made a phone call to uh, Len Roper, who was the president, and Ron Buick, who was um, um, Dad was um, father of uh, Darren Buick, Corey Buick, who yeah. I played with. Um, and uh, they flew over to Adelaide, and we had a chat. And I, yeah, I just liked the the run of it. Uh, what what I heard, it seemed a little bit Nordish. Uh, they were red and blue, and Addo was going back there, and it sort of all just fitted in this into into the right space. So um, that's what I decided to do. Well, was it like moving states? Obviously, uh, you grew up in Adelaide and got the opportunity to go to Perth. Uh, Culturally, was it a little bit of a, a step forward, step backwards, uh, sidestep? Uh, you know, what was it like living over in Perth? Oh, it was um, t- totally different. Like, I, I basically knew Addo, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, I, I, my dad knew a couple of people in, in business and whatever, but um, I wasn't going to a spot where you had immediate friends. It was that your friends and family became the footy club. So, um, but uh, weather-wise, I remember my first um, uh, pre-season trial game, it was 41 degrees. And um, a great player at West Perth called Alan Watling, he was all covered in sunscreen. I once said, what the hell is going on? What I, <laughs> and I soon found out in the first five minutes why he was wearing sunscreen. So, um, yeah, it's fairly warm, and uh, the grounds are a little bit bigger than Nord Oval. Yep, <laughs> um, a little bit harder, I'm assuming as well. Oh, uh, just sand, but just huge. Like yep. it just you know, doing a 400 around Leaderville Oval compared to Nord Oval, like it seemed an eternity. Um, so yeah, just the just the size of the grounds are among us. Yeah, and you were coached at West Perth by Graham by Graham Campbell. Yes, I was. Yep, in my first year. What do you think of Graham? Um, he was pretty full on, wasn't he? Lovely bloke, <laughs> lovely bloke, lo- 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 lovely family. And um, but yeah, no, he was full on. He um, he ate, drank. Well, he didn't drink, but he he slept footy. Um, even when we go out for dinner on a Saturday night, you know, after the game, he just keep talking about the, yeah. the day's game. You know, whether we won or lost. So um, and then we'd front up again Sunday morning to do our our run around the lake. So. Um, no, all all good intentions, um, good ideas. You know, he he got people on side, and and I definitely played for him for sure. And the highlight of your time in Western Australia, though, go through a uh, West Perth blind date night, David. Oh, perfect West match. The West Perth blind date night. Uh, how you uh-huh. come on? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, I um, well, I've, I've I've been very lucky, and and then yes. you know, as I said, I I knew really no one coming over, and uh, there was a and he it turned out to be a good good friend and a good mate was it was Ron Wilson, um, and Ronnie uh, he put me up in his uh, in his house, you know, oh. didn't know me from didn't know me from a bar of soap. Um, but had a had a spare room and whatever, so he he looked after me in my initial year, and then um, he was going out with a lovely girl called Karen, and then um, 
one of her relations, um, uh, named Michelle, who ended up being my wife, yeah. um, got invited around for dinner one night. So, yeah, just started out there just as a come around, meet and greet, and then ended up, well, um, you better stay with me. So here we are. <laughs> Here we are, 38 years ago. <laughs> That's a fantastic story. Uh, yes, yes. No, well, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that. Some other far, par, par female shenanigans will come out later. So, yes, <laughs> yes. So, from there, Palmy. So, uh, WA, unfortunately not a great deal of final success at West Perth either, and then ending up being drafted by Richmond. Yeah, no, we were... We were uh, a stiff with un, under Graham, like you know, but you got to go back in those days, like Claremont. And this is where I look back and think, well, if I did go to Claremont, I don't think I, I would have really got a regular game like I did at West Perth. So, um, like there was Graham Moss, who was coach, there was the Crackers, there was Warren Ralph, there was John Anir, there was Ken Hunter, there was Wayne Blackwell, um, Shorty yeah. Daniels, um, oh, Black Sauce, Jesus. And I'm thinking, yeah, well. Side. It was a fair side, and then you know you had you know, Swan Districts, who were probably the other top side of the year. They'd stand the Watney and Neesham and Bouch, who was the big Rutman, um, Fogarty, uh, so um, Solon that ended up going to Cullen. So there was a, some good players and good sides. So yeah. you know um, you had to be, and we were unfortunately not not up to it. But you know, in eighty eighty two. Dennis Cometti had us. We we lost. Uh, we won the first semi uh, against East Perth, and then we eventually got done in the prelim final to the eventual uh, to winners. So, yeah, that was about the only only glory we had uh, when I came back. Oh, you made the WA state side in '82, though. That's uh, pretty big, and uh, actually, uh, or you might have had a kick and a catch against uh, MH on that on that day too. Uh, I think oh, I did. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, that's yeah, might have been, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, no, no, it was, yeah, 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 no, it was eighty, eighty two, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was the, once again. Now I had a, I had a pretty good year under under Dennis, and then um, got picked in the state squad, and then eventually eventually made the team. So that sort of, that started the the process of people looking at you a little bit uh, longer and harder from, from the East and remembering in those days, there was only 12 sides. Um, And then in the draft situation, there was only 24 picks. Um, So you had to be, you know, on on the money and the, and the recruiters had to know what they're doing because their one mistake and you know, it wasn't many left. Well, in 82 in the VFL in-state draft, uh, you were, Selected at number eleven, but in your draft crop, you've got Alan Sidebottom, Gary Shaw, Braden Harper, Peter Motley, Keith Thomas, Brenton yep. Phillips, Gary yep. McIntosh. Actually, had been uh, drafted, but uh, we know that he didn't uh, take that. Grantly Filkey and Greg Anderson. I mean, gee whiz, yep. it's a fair old class. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It was bad. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's what I mean. Like in those days. Um, and I think Craigie got picked up by Footscray and didn't go yeah. in the end yep. either. Yep. So, you know, that, and clubs had to make that choice. And then if someone they selected and didn't go, well, it was, it was basically a waste. Um, so they didn't get any credits or, or get another pick for it. So, um, but yeah, yeah, no. So um, it was it was uh, a good crop that year. And, and then obviously, you know, you've moved from Adelaide to, to WA and there you've got a, 
trek all the way across to to Melbourne. Um, what were your first thoughts when you arrived at Richmond? Um, well, I'd gone from fairly warm conditions yes. uh, and uh, prepared for um, four seasons in one day, as they say. So um, my dear old uncle who used to live in um, Bendigo was a Richmond supporter, and um, so that, that sort of kept that side of the family happy. Um, but my first, um, you know, crossing into Melbourne, because in those days it, the, the clubs didn't play their cards, so they didn't. Everyone was sort of hush hush. So yeah. there was no there was no flying you over and having a look at the club and all this all this stuff like they do now. It was all i done over the phone and are you interested and, you know, this is what we're going to do and, and you had to say yes or no. Um, so I got picked up um, by Barry Rollings, who was working for the for the club, who was a premiership player and captain yep. Yep. Um, at Hawthorne and Richmond. So that was my first introduction. He dropped us off at our hotel, Michelle and myself, and then um, next day was the, the tan run, the famous tan run. Yep. So got off the plane and next afternoon at five o'clock I was uh, running the tan. At least you're an athlete, though, Palmer. You would you would have you would have been okay still in that regard. No, I hated it. I did yeah, my head. You still would have been all right, though. You still would have done oh, a reasonable it. time. Uh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, okay. It was okay, <laughs> but I oh, know it's. It's a mental thing. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And I remember one year, uh, this was my first year, which was Bur- uh, Francis Burke in 83. And it seemed to be everyone was doing it. You know, everyone was running the tan just yeah. to get the times and, and whatever. But I uh, became very good mates with Greg Strawn because he was my, he was full back and I was in the back pocket. And, and poor old Strawny, um, no disrespect, like he was probably – the other side of 90 kilos and he's trying to run the tan like all us, all us little whippets were trying to do in, in a, in a realistic time. But the poor bugger struggled. He did it eight times that year uh, because you weren't allowed to train unless you did the time. Uh, yeah. Until yeah. you achieved your time. You weren't allowed in the main training group. You didn't have to, you had to do extra. Wow. And I remember we were playing Hawthorne at Mowie which is fair distance east out of Melbourne for a pre-season. And Strawny had to run the tan on the on the Saturday morning so that he could play against Hawthorne. It's <laughs> so, a fair warm-up. He did, so he did his time because he, I was in the car with him went on the way down there. So he did his time. He's absolutely stuffed from doing the tan. And then he's got a front up in those days, which I think might have been Dunstall and Brereton and everyone else in a, in a pre-season game. Fair preparation. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, yeah, no, that were that were the fun days for sure. So out of this, Pete, in, so in Palmy's time at Richmond, eighty three to eighty eight, he's only they were very stable. The coaching ranks at Richmond, he only played under Francis Burke, Mike, Mike Swamp Fox, Patterson, Paul Sprower, Tony Jewell, and Kevin Bartlett. So oh. he, he was certainly you know, nice a who, and set a who's routine. Who? Yeah, it's a who's yeah. who. So. Sound, sounds a bit like uh, what, what Colton going through now. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, look, it was. That was the the interesting thing because they lost the eighty two flag yeah. against Carlton that year, and uh, and they were probably red hot to win it in eighty two. Yeah, I, I was there at that game and because that was that was my first game in in um, in eighty three. Was the unfurling of the flag at Princess Park? It was known. Yeah. So 
you've got all these Carlton wankers in the in the stand and whatever, and and you know um, unfurling the flag and singing the song, and then you know they they did us in the end, um, and yeah, it, it was hard because um, Mickey Malthouse had left, Pokey uh, um, had left, um, uh, Jeff Rains had left, and Brian Wood. Yeah. So. When you when you look back at '82 and you look at the grand final side and and then you're thinking, okay, well, shit, I'm lucky. In six months' time, I'm going to be playing with all these all these blokes. And then when you arrive, um, three of them are not there. Yeah. So uh, and then once you're in the joint, you find out a little bit inside information of what happened and da 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 da. And then we we fall into the trap of. Um, you know, you're not successful. Well, you're sacked. That is, that has been, if you're a coach, you're, you're out. And that was very testing times for the players because, you know, Octa Wilson and, and dear old Graham Richmond in those yeah. days, yeah. um, if you weren't successful, they found that pretty easy to get rid of you. So, um, so yeah. So all those coaches over all those years, you had to sort of, Re- recharge again and go again with with uh, different personalities and and everything else. This is a good time to tell him that I'm a Carlton supporter. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Palmy, it's all good, no, Palmy will good. get stuck in you. Absolutely. I, I admit too, Palmy. Though you play most of your footy at Nord on, on a wing or half forward flank, and I'll be watching a Richmond game and thinking, and you were playing mainly half back back pocket. I think, geez, for goodness sake, Richmond, you're struggling. You get Palmy forward. It didn't happen enough, as far as I, as you know, as yeah, as I liked, and you did kick five in a game against Eston in '85 when they finally put you forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I did kick five that day. I think we we only kicked about ten, but the problem was Essendon kicked about twenty five. <laughs> ah, well. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it sort of always asked the question that you know, I, Nord was a wing on half forward. Uh, West Perth, I was sort of centre ruck rover. Yep. half forward type of thing. So um, at Berkey, Berkey started me off in the back pocket. I think, you know, at that time was just to get in and and find your rhythm and, and see how it all works without any pressure about being thrown in the middle. But we did have a fairly significant midfield in those days with Dale Waitman and um, uh, oh, who was the Baza Rollings, of course, was, yep. was in there. So, um, yeah, so that was probably great in my first year, but because I ended up playing 20, I played all games in my first year. In your first three years, you played all 20, 22, uh, every yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So I must have sucked up to the first three coaches pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was sort of progression, you know, you know, where do they put you and, and that type of thing. So it was also relying on who they were recruiting because they went heavily recruiting at Collingwood there for a while and Hawthorne also. So, yeah. you know, it was, um, yeah, I was just, I was just happy to get a, to, to keep getting a regular game, whether it was my spot or not. Well, um, there were plenty of uh, good players that played in the back line. Can I throw a bar back? The win loss record against Carlton was two wins for Palmier and seven wins for the, for Carlton. Ah, Carlton. <laughs> yeah. I'm only joking, oh, yeah. mate. It's all good. Um, so, no, they weren't. They weren't glory days. I, well, you know, they were definitely not glory days when I was. Uh, yeah, I was there. So, um, yeah. So I also note that you only played one game at Junction Oval, and then the rest, obviously, at the MCG. Yeah, yeah. I think um, 
most of them were at the at the G, but you know we uh, we travelled. <laughs> so you know um, Arden Street and you know Windy Hill and Moorabbin yep. with you know cold showers and and uh, and and mud from the sprinklers being on a Friday night before. Um, so yeah, yeah, we sort of um, got around, not like the uh, under roofs now that they're yep. they're accustomed to. Now, obviously, back in that era, um, you know, Sydney, uh, obviously at the SCG, West Coast at Subiaco and um, uh, Carrara, Brisbane Bears, back in the day, travelling, playing and travelling was a whole new thing, wasn't it? Well, people forget or they, or they don't want to remind it, but we actually had a day job in those days. So, yeah. you know, we we would work all the day and then we would religiously you know, train at 5 p.m. At, on a on a Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, and then so to get off work, well, that sort of ate into your your holiday leave or no pay with with your employment, and then um, yeah, because you always used to go up the day before, um, um, especially up to Queensland um, and to Perth, we did. Um, so yeah, that was. Um, yeah, one of those things, and then you, know, you play in Perth like we did, I think, um, on the first day and on the plane, and the next day you're, you're waking up going to work. Yeah, Pete, one of the favourite time with Palmy and Palmy, uh, the Palms had a holiday shack at Victor Harbour, so it was a traditional spot, and so yep. David would go you know, his time back. But yep. Uh, so you'd obviously be doing training stuff over that break. So I'd actually join him in doing some of the, the sand running and just someone to run with him yep. a, a bit. Um, you know, I, I, I could run long-distance stuff. I was, I was hopeless trying to sprint, but I could do the long-distance stuff, so I just did a bit with Palmy. And so David said one day, right oh, I'm, I'm meeting up with Dale Waitman and Mark Lee. You want to come along? So, yeah, so go along, obviously. And uh, we walk into the Crown, and let's just say all the females there were very interested in Emily and Dee Palm. Dee Waitman's gone to meet. Well, I think you're drinking with me, pal. So I ended up <laughs> ended up with Dale Waitman for a while. So and Dale does remember that, uh, Palmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fleas, you reckon I can tell the story? I reckon Fleas better. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Fleas sensational. I agree with that. I've been to a couple of Richmond yeah. things with him comparing. He's very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was um, uh, it was good. You know, I'm still good mates with Mark and uh, catch up with Dale when I can and Greg Strawn and Emmett Dunn and um, Peter Williams and Bruce Tempney, probably and uh, probably my closest. So yeah, we over all these years with uh, family and uh, all our kids are full of kept in contact, which is no matter where we are, which is good. And then, so, then of course, uh, the other bit with Dale Waitman and Palmy, this this isn't as structured as the written article on you, so we can let a bit more out on this side of things. Let's go through how um, the Aboriginal side, being nominated for the Richmond Aboriginal side, Palmy. Well, it, it's it, it once again. I'm, I'm I it is bit of fun. It, it it revolves around a good blow that's no no longer with us, which is Morris Rioli. Yep. And um, senior. Um, yep. it, it all it all started because. Um, David's suntans yes. goes very dark. Yes. So keep going, that, 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 
they thought, and you know, probably the, the, the sledging that I got over the years on the ground that you would have thought I was uh, uh, Marlon Pickett, but I'm not. And I and I sort of have a lot of good mates. And, um, yeah, so it just started there. That flea said tomorrow, so yeah, Palmy is Aboriginal. <laughs> and, you know, you got to pick him because they were short. And and so Murray wasn't too sure, but he, he did. And that time there was Phil Egan there also. Yep. And um, so they, they, they named me. But the, the part that flea doesn't tell you is that he had a financial interest in this all-star game because he was he was organising the game to get up and all the merchandise. So he'd sold tickets and everything else. So the game had to get up, and so he didn't care whether you were. Uh, and I'm not. And I'm not being racial and whatever. Whether you're white, you and you put a little bit of black on, or you or you were that for the day. Um, he was happy. So. Um, yeah, that's sort of the, the guts of the story. But no, I didn't end up playing. I was named, but I never, <laughs> never played. Yeah, had no intention of playing. I think an L Palm, a mother, mother of maybe, uh, and, <laughs> and a wife M Palm maybe. Uh, Ask a few gone, questions. Oh, David. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it was, yeah, interesting times because my wife's uh, family was from Kalgoorlie. Yeah. Um, so, which is fairly uh, a dominant uh, population there as well. So, sort of, um, they weren't frowned upon, but they thought, "Oh, I didn't know David was." Well, da, 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 da. so um, yeah, so he had a little bit of explain to do little fleet after that. That's a fantastic story, mate. Thank you for sharing that one with us. For I sure, I wasn't going to let you off with that one, Palmy. No. Um, playing the VFA for Springvale, Palmy. Yep. Yep. I um. I seventy uh, eight. When was it? Eighty eighty nine. Eighty eight. I just, which was Bartlett's year. I just yeah. had enough. I just, you know, um, the six years. Even though I played a hundred games, and you know, they weren't with the club wasn't successful. And uh, what was I? I don't know what how old I was, but um, yeah, I just. Yeah, I just sort of had enough. And, and Emma Dunn, who was reserves coach, and, and KB was coach, tried to say, look, go around again, go around again. But I, I, no, I just, um, I just had enough. Anyway, I, um, I was going to head back to Adelaide, actually. And That's what I, I yeah. And then I, uh, I actually met with Barmy yep. uh, and Wally in, uh, at the end of 88. And then I said, look, I'm just sounding you out. Um, if if you are interested, because it's dependent on getting an, a a job that I'd applied for, um, and I won't know till a couple of months. And so they were they were pretty keen, and and that was the the guts of the conversation. That's where it started and ended. I, it was basically to me to decide uh, if I got the job and that I was coming back, and then we go to the next step. So, um, which didn't eventuate. So. Um, I couldn't go back to Richmond after after you know retiring and that type of thing, and um, I ended up going to Springvale, who was coached by Phil Malan, yep. who used to be at uh, Woodville. Yep. And um, so yeah, I played I played there that in in '89 that year. And 
which is a pretty which is a pretty tough comp. It was a pretty tough comp in those days. You talk about Wally Miller and and uh, uh, Craig Bar- Neil Baum, sorry, uh, the usual suspects once again, Malcolm. We keep <laughs> keep running across these guys who are just masters at their craft at getting players to the club. Oh, uh, look. Um... I've said this before, but Wally is, Wally is the best probably administrator um, going around in my time, and I'd yeah. been at three three or four clubs. So um, even though, you know, in the first year he paid me $70 for a win, but, I you know, that's probably what I was worth. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, think, I think nothing for a loss and nothing for the reserves. Well, thanks, Wall. But... Um, <laughs> Um, no, he was. He definitely had his heart in the right place and um, loved the club. Um, and yeah, he's um, the the best in that position by a long mile. And then you and you and Michelle decided to go back to WA in nineteen ninety, and you had a great year back at West Perth. Yeah, yeah, I um, I actually uh, applied for a for a job. Um, Springvale was never going to be um, the, the start of something else. It was just that because I was still working and had a day job, I had an opportunity to to branch out in uh, in interstate with with that job. So, which is what I did, and yep. um, Perth was the option. So that kept Michelle happy, and we'd had uh, two boys at that stage, yep. um, James and Sam. So. Um, yeah, that sort of all fitted in, and there was no—I didn't know in those days—but I basically deregistered, so I could have gone to any, any club. But that was never my intention. I just went straight back to West Perth. Yeah. Um, one of the old uh, players I used to play with were George McCowchick. He was coach, um, so that was a that was a pretty easy decision. I think I did that on the phone one day with him, and just said, "Yeah, just let me know," and and away we went, and it was all done. So. And I, I, I will tell you one story. I, I, I had, um, I had a coffee uh, a while ago with Dennis Cometti and a, and a gentleman called uh, Graham Playdell, who was the um, footy manager at, at West Perth. And when um, they'd done the deal to clear me to to Richmond, <laughs> Wally actually rang. Uh, Graham played Dell wanting some money. It wanted some of the uh, clearance money, I found out. That's not um, surprising from Wally. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and Graham had, had uh, great delight in telling him that um, David wasn't on a permit. You actually cleared him to West Perth, so he owed you nothing. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting story all, the, all these years later. Unusual for Wally to make a mistake just quietly. Yeah, he's a shrewd operator, Wally. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it didn't happen very often. <laughs> uh, anyway. And then, so... Uh, you disappointed though. West Perth didn't reappoint uh, McCowcheck for a ninety-two, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, uh, I came back in uh, and 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 ninety, and um, uh, another reason I, I which was a uh, um, enticement, was uh, another good mate I used to play with. It was Peter Managlio was um, the captain, and Manags would have made VFL in those days very easily, but you know it's like anything that didn't get the opportunity. But a, he's a legend of the West Perth. Um, he's in there, hitting in their team of the century and and uh, life member. And yeah, I think it was 
second week in, you know, back in January training, he's come to training and, and said that he's retiring. Yep. So that was a bit of a, that was a bit of a blow. And then, you know, George wanted me to be captain and I've gone, nah, I not, not, not being in a joint for three minutes. I said, no, nah, let's just take a couple of steps back here. So he appointed the, um, the, uh, the vice captain uh, to captain. And then he, and then I accepted the VC job uh, for that year. Um, I, I won the BNF that year yep. and then I had no problems in, in becoming the captain in 91. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but that didn't change our fortunes. We were still struggling and the club sort of, you know, with, and it was, and it was personnel and it was, a, and it was a lot of things, but, um, then they didn't renew George's uh, contract, uh, during 91 for 92. So, um, I said, I oh, will, I'll, I'll uh, finish up as well, which is what I did. And you've, Done a bit of coaching since then, uh, coach Wongan Hills and West Perth Hellenics, and then involved yep. with uh, Corey Buick in coaching the West Perth under sixteen development squad. Yeah, yeah. I just I just uh, went bush one year, and um, uh, once again helping out a, a another mate. Um, he needed a hand, and um, uh, Cameron Lewis, who used to play at Claremont, he was also coaching up there as well, win the same side. So I did that for a year, and then um, yeah, and then helped out someone in in D grade Amanus side once again, who were who were struggling a bit and just needed um, yeah, just a couple of good players to to get them uh, up from where they were. We uh, well, got a, we got a, we got ourselves in the grand final, but we lost the grand final. So, but that was you know where they where they hadn't been so once again i i left them in a fairly good space to continue on which is what they did so um yeah and then um we go back to sort of the you know the under 14s under 15 under 16s little development squads back in those days which every which every club had and um so I started with um, with Corey Buick, um, whose son Rowan played at Brisbane, and yep. his brother Darren played at Essendon, of course. Um, and um, we we started that at West Perth, and we did that I think both of us for eight years. So there was about five old old players that we played together. They that was our sort of um, coaching panel. We had our Johnny Gavinich, our Ruckman, Peter Managlio was there, and Jeff Hendricks, whose son Liam's out playing baseball in the states and doing doing well. Uh, he was looking after the back line, so we had a we had a good old crew, and we we're all mates. And uh, yeah, so we were just trying to find um, the next best players to come through. And Pete, we found one because um, we actually coached Stephen Brown, who you eventually picked up. Isn't it amazing that those uh, friendships? Uh... Uh, with all our guests, uh, you know, have lasted a lifetime as well. So um, like what we do with all of our guests, we ask with the best players you've played with now. You've played at three different clubs. So we'll start off with Norwood. Who are the, who are the best players you played with at Norwood? Oh, oh God. Um, it's, um, I can't help you if you need it. No, no, no. no, no. It, 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 it's hard because, um, you know, you know, you remember I was I was seventeen years of age, and so 
I looked up to all these players, and whether it was Windows or, or Woody or, 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 or Ross Dillon, um, you know, Craigie was just a fitness nut. Um, gags, drank and smoked, and but he could run all day. Um, <laughs> uh, Neil Barton was just a massive bloke and ruck. And then, you know, Stazzer at halftime having a smoke, but he'd still keep up with all the full forwards. And, you know, it was, it was, um, yeah. To single one out, I can't, but just naming those is, is yeah, probably oh, we, the best. On to West we, Perth now. We, we, have a, we have a thing here where we can't quite pick our favourite, so we always give three or four, like a Mount Rushmore. So if you list three <laughs> or four, that's all good for us. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll move on yeah. to West, West Perth. Um, well, once again, when I when I first started there, I um, uh, the captain was probably the legend of the club called Les Fong. Um, he was a fairly significant uh, rover, um, best and fairest winner, played state footy. Um, you know, he held the club up for for a long period of, period of time. Peter Managlia, I spoke about, uh, very um, how can you compare him to a very skinny, six foot skinny, run all day, kick both feet, jump like a gazelle, um, and on. WA grounds, like being hard and fast, he was just a, he was pretty pretty special. Um, I love playing with Addo, you know, like um, you know what what he did and whatever. And, and looking back, he probably uh, pointed me in the direction that I that I started and, and I ended up. Um, played with both the Duckworths, like Johnny Duckworth, Elizabeth McGarry medalist for you. Yep. So, yep. Um, had played golf with him actually a couple of weeks ago. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's he was pretty good, and and Bill, of course, who's legend at, at Essendon, and then uh, you know, as I said, Corey Buick, we've become pretty good mates over yeah. over the years through the through his father and 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 whatever. So uh, on and full on the West Perth side of things too. Full credit to you that you've kept in contact with Brian Adamson with his health struggles and supporting Brian. And that too. So credit to you there too, Palmy. Uh, yeah, Richmond side of things, mate. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. There's some there's some characters there, but you know, as I said, like uh, General General Lee, um, um, Strawny, um, Bruce Tempney, uh, Rochi, uh, Flea, of course, and still catch up with the, the ghosts when I can, Jimmy Jess. Yeah. Um and uh, Emmett Dunn and, and whatever who um he was my reserves coach and played with him um we're still still pretty close so um and a good a good mate Petey Willems who was the um president of the past players who played a lot of um seconds footy but just missed out on on a on some on league games special league games so he's been a a close friend and, and whatever for a long period of time. So not necessarily not necessarily the best player, but you know, yeah. just a just a good all round person. So who's over all these years um stayed in touch. And you did play you did play with a certain Kay Bartlett. I was so gonna say, he, he might have been up, a great coach, but geez he could play. He lit up the G a few times. Um yeah, I played his four hundredth. That was a great day. I think that was eighty eighty nine thousand was against yeah. Collingwood. So um yeah, shit. That's that was mad. That's um, and when you think of the old, you know, Great Southern Standard, well, it wasn't as big as it is now. But that's that's a huge crowd. Yeah. And you know, you run out of that famous uh, Richmond Melbourne race, which is no longer there. Which 
Um, you know, it's probably just as good as running out of the old uh, the, the parade right, race yeah. as well. That's, yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty special race that one. So, yeah, yeah. And then so hopefully we... they retain. Hopefully they retain that. Oh, I would hope so. Uh, then we move on to your hardest opponents, mate. Oh, um, I'd, I'd have to say Michelle. Yep. Uh, Hard tag, I would imagine. Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, that's that's uh, <laughs> no, that's, you went slow uh, there, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a three weeks suspension. Yeah. Um, uh, oh look, Lee Matthews at Hawthorne, he gave me nightmares. Um, um, you know, back in the, back in the eighties, it was either Hawthorne or Essendon we were playing off in grand finals. Yeah. So, and being in the back line, well, guess where the ball was? Not ninety five percent down my end. So. Yeah, no, he uh, he gave me a lesson um, a couple of times. Given, um, he would have given plenty as well. Don't worry about that. Oh yeah, I know. Pretty good in those days, don't like that. Oh, yeah, they were. They weren't bad. Those blokes at at, at sledging and uh, letting a few little um, uh, barbs, barbs, Muhammad right? Ali, Muhammad Ali little ones go either. So, yeah. um, um, I, they, they always put me on Mickey Collin at Fitzroy. We played Fitzroy, so. And I don't know whether it was just a pace thing uh, that, you know, I could at least keep up with him, but he was a mountain of a man. So, yeah, we always had a, had a good battle there. Um, and, oh, oh yeah, uh, Gary Abbott Singer. He, yeah. he's, he's another one that gave me nightmares. I remember one day at the G, I think Julie was coaching with Lance Geelong at the G, and, and Strawny, Strawny was on him, and, um, and he's kicked. He's at the start of the game. He's kicked seven in the first half, so he's 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 about ripping his hair out, and we're getting we're getting flogged, we're getting done. And um, um, so halftime meeting in 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 the room, Julie Tony Jill comes up, and, and we look at the board, and there I am, I'm I'm, I'm at full back on Ablett, and I've gone, holy shit, this is going to be an interesting second half. Anyway, um, he kicked four on me, ended up with eleven. I think he did that on numerous occasions yeah. against us too, but. Yeah, no, he uh, he is he is the best Ablett. Don't worry about that. Some fair opponents there: Matthews, Hawker, Conlon, and Ablett Senior. Holy moly! Ablett had a bit of height on you too, Palmy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, no, but he was he was tall, he was strong, he was quick, and he was both sides. And yeah, he's the best Ablett by a mile, by a mile. And, uh, and then they always used to put me on uh, uh, Glenn Hawker at Essendon. So we had some good touch-up battles there. So, um, yeah. And you've mainly yeah. worked in the sporting game, Palmy, after you know, after the bank bank side of things, and you know, moved yep. around and ha- held various spots there, mate. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, um, I, I um, once again was lucky to get a, a position in in Melbourne that led to um, my move to WA. So. Um, I've been in the in the in the sporting wholesale game, um, you know, you know, it's about thirty five years now. So, um, yeah, so that's sort of um, been good and and worked itself along with it with the footy as well. Did I read somewhere that you had the distributing rights for Wilson and Deodora at one stage? I I was the, no, I was the um, I was a sales rep in Melbourne for Wilson and Deodora when I when I first. Uh, when was it? Eighty-five, I think. I yep. I got appointed there, so I was just a sales rep. And um, uh, Paul Ruse was the other rep for the same company called Active Leisure. And uh, 
so Rusie did the, the the horse and run, and I did the um, the, the river run. And um, yeah, so we always had lunch together on a on a Friday, um, except when Fitzroy played Richmond the next day, we didn't. Um, <laughs> it was a long yeah. long lunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of my association within the sporting. That's where it started, and then I sort of yeah branched out from there and and did my own thing uh, when I shifted to Perth. Palmy, look, greatly appreciated. Uh, you know the Ashwood uh, Palm. Friendship goes back a long way. Um, you know, I'll catch up with Jenny probably more than anyone anyone else now nowadays side of things. And yeah, greatly appreciate your support over the years. Apart from that day you put a hole in my cricket bat. Um, yeah, and Michael should have bloody played league football. And yeah, been through a lot. We didn't cover. You know, you also motor neuron and that Jim passed away sadly with motor neurons. So yeah, there's yeah. been plenty of plenty of things and. Uh, and over the years, Palmy, greatly appreciated, mate. Uh, no, no, th- thanks for having me. I lo- love the chat. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you both. Say hello to Michelle for me, please. Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you for letting me in with the Ashwood Palm connection, yes. but also our listeners as well. And um, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed hearing the stories. And I'm sure there's we could probably go on for another hour with some of these stories. But uh, no, we greatly appreciate uh, you taking time out. Uh, obviously, over in Perth at the moment. And um, yeah, thank you once again. Okay, beautiful. Stay safe and uh, thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Palmy. Thanks, mate.